My name's Neil Dudman. And my name's Dave Kite, and you're listening to the Nursery Business Podcast. And we are live. Good morning. Good morning to you. It's a good day today. I've just been come back from the hospital and hey. You're still you've alive. Put with me. You've got to put up with me for a bit longer. <laughs> Ugh, really? <laughs> yeah. I really? know you're thrilled. I know you're thrilled. Oh, <laughs> right. So happy. What do you want to talk about this week? I, the pandemic has raised a number of things in life and how we live and everything else. But the one thing that is really annoying me, which is something that I think every business owner needs to keep an eye out for, is the level of customer service that they give and hand out. Because there is so much going wrong with people's businesses in terms of how they treat their customers and how they treat new clients. And so many people are blaming COVID. And I'm starting to get a little bit ranty about it, actually. We can't do this because of COVID. We can't do that because of COVID. We can't answer our phone because of COVID. Speaking of phones... <laughs> oh, can you dear. answer your phone because that could be someone wanting to join the mastermind groups i can't see where there's a phone my wife's got the phone that's fantastic this oh, is, is staying in <laughs> i thought your phone was on a cord ah uh, no and it's a wireless you... isn't it it's why it is 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 a decked phone is a technical term right do not have to phone I, the operator and say can you put me through to guildford 4648 my my first our first House telephone number a long time ago was 2258, Kinchum 2258. How about that then? Brilliant. So you've just summed up my rant because that was clearly a call for your nursery business for our amazing coaching and uh, mastermind or, services. And you didn't answer. Or it could be Amazon telling me that my prime has been uh, renewed for $70. Not that I've ever paid anything to Prime Amazon for in dollars. But um, yeah, interestingly enough, do you remember that call we had with Vance to do with Disney service? Because Vance is really big on giving experience. For some reason, he's sent me a, a couple of newsletters re- recently, hopefully to try and get me to promote a big Disney event where we can all go together and learn business in Paris. I think that would be an amazing thing. And, and I think there's something that we should uh, pursue. Three days in Paris, bit of work, bit of partying in the evening. Sounds horrible. Partying with Mickey. <laughs> but anyway, one of the things that he did was when he gets um, some new customers, he takes them to his favorite restaurant. And when he was there, one of his clients uh, um, who ate kosher food, uh, so can't eat pork, ordered the ribs and he ordered the beef ribs. And when the ribs came, they were pork ribs. And he said to the waiter, you, you've got the order wrong. You've got, you've delivered me pork ribs. And he said, well, that's what you ordered. I said, no, I distinctly ordered beef ribs because I don't eat pork. And he said, well, I wrote it down. And he showed him the, 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 the pamphlet, the order thing. And it just said ribs. <laughs> and he said, and, and, and he went, he did a huh, big huff. And walked out. And this is a guy who spends a lot of money in this restaurant. And it was just like, oh, dear, I think I'm going to have to change my restaurant. And I'm going to have to change where I go. 
And then 10 minutes later, the manager came over and he said, I am dreadfully sorry. I hear I've heard about your problem. We will replace them with beef ribs immediately. Obviously, they'll be complimentary. And when you finish your meal, if you'd like to go over to the window seat, the VIP area over there, we'll deliver you some, some cocktails and what have you as an apology. And Vance sat there and going, okay, you rescued it. Yeah. You know? So somebody did something wrong. And we all do something wrong from time to time. He acknowledged that they did wrong. He put it right. And then we went the one step further. And that's, I think that's the sort of thing that you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, it's going above and beyond when stuff goes wrong. And as a company, we've always been very good at doing doing that. And it's something that we pride ourselves on and random acts of kindness and everything else. But there's also the basic staples of just answering the phone, just answering <laughs> the phone in the right way. So what you mean to say, not shouting, Mags, can you get yeah, the phone? Yeah. Can you get the phone? Yeah. I, I got a, a boat for the children, for the, got a boat for the children. I, I, I bought a cheap, dodgy tender to go into one of the nursery gardens for the children to play on and uh, delivered it on Saturday when we were refurbing a, a baby room down in Southampton and um, tried to reverse up the the narrow-ish alleyway to the front door. And uh, it was just wide enough to get a van through with said boat inside. This <laughs> boat was like nine foot by four foot. I know where but, this is going. <laughs> but of course, it wasn't wide enough for my driver's side <laughs> wing mirror. <laughs> okay, so, and this is your brand new van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's it's back to normal now, but it was looking a bit poorly with... Uh, hey, have you ever tried driving a van with no wing mirror and no rear view mirror because you haven't got a window in the back it's very uh, difficult and very alarming. exciting we've got no yeah are you going to get cameras put in you can get cameras but i thought that cameras in the back of a car was a novelty but i wouldn't be without them i've got lines and you go okay how far do i need to go back i need to go to the red line hits where whatever it is and i will still have six inches and be fine i just wouldn't be without them now. <laughs> In my costume. I don't want to know that you still got six, six inches, mate. To be fair, <laughs> it's probably on your It's niche, not anything you know that I don't think needs to go to the podcast. Anyway, moving yeah. on, going back to my rear view, my uh, wing. So uh, needed to get a complete part. Phoned up the local um, <laughs> yeah. trade suppliers, and they said, "No, we only deal with trade. We don't deal with public. You need to go to the van centre." Fine, fair enough. Phoned up the van centre six times to the parts department. Oh. They weren't answering the phone. Six times uh, I tried in about a two-hour period. Do you so, ever think that they may be on a podcast when you were calling? Probably. <laughs> so uh, I thought, sod this, it's a few miles down the road. So I hop, hopped in, put my face mask on and walked into the garage. And uh, I said, oh, can I speak to someone in the parts department? She said, yeah, this is their number. You can phone them. And I said, no. I said I tried half a dozen times and no one's answered. Oh, that might be because there's only one person working in the parts department and he's having to not self-isolate. What's it when you're working on your own? Um, oh, yeah. In, in his own bubble. Yeah. yeah, he's in his own bubble and, and he's busy at the minute putting stock away. Up, up in the top, up in the top workshop thing and the phone doesn't reach down there. I'm oh, like, my goodness. Yeah, okay. So I'm losing the will to live now. So long story short, he called me back in about two hours time. I ordered the part. He said it'd be in Wednesday. Phoned Wednesday at four o'clock in the afternoon, not heard anything. And guess what? 
couldn't get through, left a voicemail after three or four rings, didn't get a phone call back. So then went down there Thursday morning and lo and behold, my wing mirror was waiting at reception for me. And uh, it's just, you know, this is a big organization, multi-million pound corporate entity. And they can't get that because they've only got one person working in the parts desk who has to leave the phone to go and uh, put stock away. How are you going to sell more stuff? I, you've <laughs> just told the listener, good morning listener, that you've given the abridged version. I think the full version is even funnier where you actually go in and show the person in the park and say, I want one of those. <laughs> and then they say, what is it? And he says, I don't know. That's why yeah, I'm yeah, here. I, I, and, I, I, and that's hysterical, yeah, that was. <laughs> I, took, I took it apart because it was just the motor bit that was mangled in the spline. And I wondered if I could just get that. So I said to the lady, I've got this part, but I don't know what it is and I need one. And she was like, oh, OK, I'll take it. So she took it way up to the other end of the country to speak to the parts man- manager and he came, she, she, she came back and she said um, oh the parts manager doesn't know what it is he hasn't seen one b- before so I took it to the head technician and and he said it's a motor from a wing mirror I don't know how to order this yeah <laughs> and, and, and that, that whole process of her going away and coming back took about 25 minutes and, 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 and there were instances where you had to go and sit in the car to wait for a phone call from the parts guy. Yeah, and she said, she said, you can't see him, but here's the number if you want to, if you want to phone in. I said, clearly no one's answering the phone. So why don't I give you my number now? You take the piece of paper up there, give it to him, and then he calls me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that actually makes more sense, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Congratulations. And then but, there was yeah. delays and... and the, the post office depot was closed. I've got a parcel that I missed the other day. I might have mentioned this. And the post office <laughs> only opened randomly for two different random hours every day. And it's 8 till 12 and 11 till 1 and closed on a Wednesday because no business happens on a Wednesday. And I'm guessing that post office is furloughing themselves. So they're saving a bit of money. Maybe the... I've no idea. But it's just crap from a customer point of view. As we always say, when you have a good experience, you tell a couple of people. You have a bad experience, you put it on your Facebook, you put it on your You put it on your podcast. You put it on on your podcast (laughs) and you tell the world how crap these companies are. And you tell our listener. Yeah. But just think about how you manage your your phones at the nurseries how you manage your inquiries how you how your staff are trained to speak to people how you deal with a problem all these things are key in building up your persona of your brand and your business with your client and one one bad experience they will tell a lot of people so there there are two ways that you can actually record conversations one is that you can actually use a company like invoco to give you a, a virtual number so instead of you coming into your into your telephone system, it goes via Invoco, but then it gives you the opportunity to record the conversations. Uh, if you're doing that, you need to let your staff know that you record incoming calls, because if both parties don't know you're recording, it's called phone tapping and you go to jail. So you've got to tell uh, one or other party that you're recording the call and then just listen to the conversations. How, is that a good customer experience? Are, are they recording? Uh, are they answering the phones right quickly. Another thing is, if you don't do show arounds yourself, 
encourage your staff, go and buy yourself a pen with a recorder in. I think they're about 25 quid. And just say to the person that's doing the show around that we want to record some show arounds just so we could talk over what you do and how well you're listening and whether there's any opportunity to get better at what you do. And then it's obviously done with their consent, but it gives you something realistic to talk through and you can go through the conversation and say, okay, one of the best things you can do is to ask questions, get people to tell you what they're looking for. If they say, oh, we want, we're really keen on outside play, then you emphasize the outside play. If they, yes, oh, we're outside you know, all day, every day. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. Tick. Yeah. If you ask the right questions, your prospect will tell you what you want to what you want, Absolutely. What they want. Yeah. And so ask looking, a question. What are you looking to find listen. today? Yeah, and absolutely. Anyway, so my 87-year-old mother, we've trained her that if she ever uh, <laughs> yeah, you've trained her. Well, yeah, if, we're like with with like with, a whip and a cloche and some treats absolutely. Something. Yeah, Sit if there, anybody stay. <laughs> If anybody ever sends you a text or a message or uh, to say that you're losing money or what have you, or that there's a bill to pay or something like that, to call us first, unless you clearly know you've ordered something uh, and it's kosher and you know exactly what it is. Kosher seems to be popping up a lot today. Anyway, Jewish roots. So I got a phone call yesterday morning um, and I said, don't do anything, come to me straight away. She phoned me and she said, I've just had a text message to say that they felt the post office has failed to deliver a parcel and I have to pay £2.97 to get the parcel re-delivered. And I said, thank you for calling me. Don't pay it. Don't click it. There's a new scam that's going around now. And obviously they go through, you go click on it, you go through to a page that looks like the Royal Mail. They take your credit card details and guess what? They've got your credit card details. They've Absolutely. got your address. They've got everything. Um, understand that the post office only leave cards when they fail to deliver unless you've pre-arranged a text message they don't send out text messages of their own uh, off their own bat they drop a card through so don't fall for that one because you, you're paying a £2.97 bill or whatever it is but then they follow up with raiding your credit card and taking your personal data I think it. the I think the younger generations are not well used to scams because you know, people still get scammed, obviously, but they're more alert. But in the olden days, it never used to happen. This so the technology didn't exist, so it's it's been a massive learning curve for the older generation to to not get spooked by this sort of thing. And you appear to be the scam guru, don't you? You're like the Martin Lewis of scammers. Them. You seem to yeah. attract them. I, I, I think that's because I answer the call and try and wind them up. My, my argument is if I'm working away and you're on hands free and talking to me, you're not talking to somebody else. So it's my contribution to the world to take one more scammer <laughs> out for five minutes. I can remember some guy used to, used to do this. He used to pretend to be an old lady. And so he would she would be digging her computer out and firing it up. And he tried to keep keep them online as long as possible and I think his record was 17 minutes or so at 17 minutes that they're not doing their job Hallelujah. yeah brilliant cool your customer service you're happy with your customer service in your I'm pretty happy with our customer service yeah we've lost a client this week and we said we're not the right place for you and tried to deal with that in the right manner and they of course resulted to Ofsted because they said they didn't want their child having any water play all year round 
and we said we can't really we can't really do that for various reasons and the lady from Ofsted gave me a ring and she said can you tell me your side of the story and I just laughed and then she laughed and it was pretty pretty clear that uh, they were talking from the same hymn sheet as we were talking about but yeah we just won't do that and we obviously had a phone call from Ofsted and the parent unhappy blah 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 blah, and we've gone our separate ways because we're clearly not the right nursery for her so you can't win them all but we won't change what we do for for no valid for no valid reason water play is an integral part of early years and children get so much from it no we're not going to stop them getting wet and muddy and who doesn't have a good water fight who doesn't have a good water fight when not looking out the window now no thank you it's uh no, it's blown a gale and horrible <laughs> okay cool it seems to be quite common these days uh, for parents to tell offstead about something that's com- completely spiritually policy yeah uh, um, it's in our and, policies and i have to say offstead appear to be getting good wheedling out the like the wheat from the chaff as such, from the more serious to the spurious. They seem to have a hand on what is right and what is wrong. And they're not prejudging because that's a wrong thing to do, but they're asking for information and taking a, a very wide view on the situation. So they don't actually presume you're in the wrong. They're actually a little bit more open-minded. It used to be, actually. you got a phone call from Ofsted or a letter and it'd be like, oh, shit and you'd be quaking in in your boots and they're going to come down they're going to shut us down blah 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 but no they seem to be very open to having a conversation and listening to the whys and wherefores and taking the bigger picture as to why you've made the decisions or taken the actions that you've done i frequently hear of ofsted conversations where somebody's been sacked or suspended for legitimate reasons and the next thing they know is you're getting a, a, a complaint i don't necessarily agree that the the complainant should be anonymous i i think if if somebody if they knew, nine times out of ten you know who they are because it's a complaint surrounding a circumstance or you yeah. just had a, a bad staff member leave for argument's sake if you're a good setting and you hardly hear from ofsted and you you're doing everything everything right you have a, a disagreement with a staff member they end up leaving and then two weeks later you get a phone call or letter from ofsted about ratios or care or something like 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 that down where it's come from it's probably yeah. come from the uh, ex-member of staff's mum. <laughs> yeah. Other people are available. Other people are available, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a whole anonymous and an, 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 anonymity. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. that way, yeah. Anonymously. <laughs> hey, good news. Have you seen what the weather's looking like next week? Time to go down uh, to the beach. Is it looking good? Tuesday is expected to be 18 degrees. Woo-hoo! Swimming trunks on. <laughs> well, 18 degrees, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good for March. Are we stuck indoors next week doing masterminds or are we are we Monday um, free? Monday is golf day. Oh, <laughs> of oh, course, yes. I'm back on the golf course uh, from Exciting. about 3 to- 3.30 in the afternoon, so I'm really looking for that, forward to that, and then Max, I will spend 
probably an hour and a half whizzing around at the end of the day. And Mags will spend five to six hours early on Tuesday morning because it's log jam and everybody. Is that because she hits the ball like really wide and has to have more shots? No, because she's gone to a golf course because no, she's really good. She's a single figure handicapper. I'm the hacker, but she's chosen the time of day where the golf course is full and it will be boringly slow. And that's yeah. not me. I like a bit of exercise. I like to sprint. Anything lined up next week? There's nothing on next week. I don't think, I don't think there's a, oh, we've got Zoom calls next week. We, we got Zoom calls next week. We have Zoom calls every week. We do um, know. We do know. Our new, meeting that we, our new meeting yeah. that we had yesterday was really good, actually. Really positive. It's lovely seeing people come into the, the coaching sessions that have been established for a few years and are doing, have made a great job at launching and they're up and running. But the thing that I enjoy is those little tiny tweaks here and there. And I think within a 10-minute period, we worked out that with a couple of simple changes this nursery owner could make another thirty-seven thousand pounds profit a year that's amazing that was with amazing, a couple of simple changes which as you said before that makes her mastermind fee free for the next 32 and a half years <laughs> exactly exactly that is just amazing yeah, yeah. so uh, it's in it's investment isn't it? return on investment and these it is it is it's, but it's simple amazing. changes from people that have been there and done it can transform your your business and if you're only if you're making 30 40 grand profit and you can make another 37,000 pounds by just changing a few bits and altering a few knobs and bells and whistles you're doubling your profit for very little work happy and on top of that you change the value of your business from 90,000 pounds to 180,000 pounds woohoo that's mm. a that, that that's not even included in the calculation that's not even yeah. included. Yeah. We're good at this. So uh, we've got a couple of spaces, one or two spaces in the new meeting we started. In fact, I think we've only got one space left. One space, meeting. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're in Scotland and you listen to this in Scotland, drop us an email at uh, podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk because we've got some exciting news for Scottish listeners. Yes. Do we so have a listener if, in Scotland? If, sorry? Do we have a Scottish listener? Is that, isn't our listener Scottish? She is actually, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have a good week. Have a good weekend, listener. We're really grateful that you do pop in and, and listen to us babble on. It, it does, does make us smile. And we're very grateful for you um, inv in investing your time to listen to our crap. Yeah, and hopefully is. we can just make a, a slight tweak to, to your day. Very with nice. that, with that mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. And watch out See for those scams, people. Yeah. Watch out for those scams. Stay safe. Post office, don't send texts. Customer service, good, priority. Have a good weekend. All that. Yes. Bye. Bye. If there are any topics from today's episode of the Nursery Business Podcast and you want to find out more, or ask questions or have suggestions, email podcast at yournurserybusiness.co.uk. Take care, guys.